Hello, family and friends. The title of today's message is Christian Tipping. Let's pray. Father, we come ready to receive from your holy word. Thank you that your word is a living thing. It's a lamp to our feet and a light to our path, Father. We choose to listen to your word and to obey your word and every day be more hungry for the things of God. So thank you for helping us. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, folks, we're going to talk today about this topic, Christian tipping. My friends, have you ever heard from anyone that Christians are the worst tippers at restaurants? I've heard that many times about Christians. If that is true, it is very sad. Do you think maybe we should all be required by God to wear a name tag at a restaurant? Maybe one name tag could be labeled imitation Christian or pretend Christian. And since they would not have the nature of God inside of them, they would likely not be a great tipper or a great giver. Maybe another label could be baby Christian and maybe even add the timeline. One could be baby Christian born again last week. And another could say baby Christian born again 25 years ago. That one is a sad name tag. But then the waitress or waiter would know they just haven't grown up in Christ yet, so they don't know how to be a giver. Maybe another name tag would say, On Fire for Jesus Christian, and they should all be giving good tips at the restaurant, or great tips. Well, Brother Greg, I don't see the big deal. Well, think about this. As a Christian, we are called to be a bright light in this dark world. If a waiter or waitress thinks we are a Christian, for example, maybe we just came from church. We are a billboard to that person for Jesus. Unfortunately, some of those billboards are fake billboards. It's just because we had recently come from church does not mean we are a Christian. Being born again or saved means we are a Christian. As you may know, one of my favorite sayings is that going to church no more makes us a Christian than sitting in a garage makes us a car. But that waiter or waitress may not know that. They may see someone coming from church or even just tells them they are a Christian and they think that person represents God. And when we give a poor tip, that is their reflection of God. He must be a cheapskate. And please, 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 if you are a poor tipper at the restaurant, please don't give them a Christian track. It might as well say, why don't you become a Christian and be a cheapskate like me? <laughs> On the other end of the spectrum, the waiter or waitress might see some rich devil-worshipping or atheist that is a big tipper, as you could also be a great tipper and not be a Christian. But all on-fire Christians should be a good or great tipper. If you haven't been a great tipper, coming from a good heart of a Christian, repent and change. Our God is merciful, and His mercies are new every day. Well, let's talk today about Christian tipping and start in 2 Corinthians 9-7 in the New King James Bible. So let each one give as he purposes in his heart not grudgingly or of necessity or compulsion, 
for God loves a cheerful giver. Folks, God loves a cheerful giver, and that includes restaurant tipping and all areas of giving. Well, what if your restaurant service wasn't too great? Well, tip well anyway. Anyone out there ever had a bad day? Maybe that waiter or waitress has had a death in the family or just received some bad news from the doctor or their spouse just left them this week and the list goes on. Now, 2 Corinthians 9 verses 5 through 8 in the Amplified Bible. 5. That is why I thought it necessary to urge these brothers to go to you before I come and make arrangements in advance for this generous previously promised gift of yours so that it would be ready, not as something extorted or wrung out of you, but as a voluntary and generous gift. My friends, restaurant tipping is a voluntary gift and should be a generous tip. Six, now remember this, he who sows sparingly will also reap sparingly, and he who sows generously that blessings may come to others will also reap generously and be blessed. Folks, many people don't understand this godly principle. But if we are a big giver, we'll also be a big reaper. God will not be mocked. Seven, let each one give thoughtfully and with purpose, just as he has decided in his heart, not grudgingly or under compulsion. For God loves a cheerful giver, and delights in the one whose heart is in his gift. My friends, giving is a heart thing. Let's show people the heart of God when we are out in life. Now verse 8, And God is able to make all grace, every favor and earthly blessing, come in abundance to you, so that you may always, under all circumstances, regardless of need, have complete sufficiency in everything, being completely self-sufficient in him and have an abundance for every good work and act of charity. Folks, if we are a big giver, including being a big tipper, we'll be blessed to be an even larger blessing, and the cycle continues. Now, 2 Corinthians 9, 7 in the Amplified Classic Bible, let each one give as he has made up his own mind and purposed in his heart, not reluctantly or sorrowfully, or under compulsion, for God loves, he takes pleasure in, prizes above other things, and is unwilling to abandon or to do without a cheerful, joyous, prompt-to-do-it giver whose heart is in his giving. My friends, wow, think about this next time you're going to leave a tip. God loves, he takes pleasure in, prizes above other things, and is unwilling to abandon or do without a cheerful, joyous, prompt-to-do-it giver whose heart is in his giving. Now Luke 6, 31 in the Amplified, treat others the same way you want them to treat you. Folks, what would we appreciate if we were a waiter or waitress? And it is more blessed to give than it is to receive. Now Luke 21, 1 through 4 in the Amplified, the widow's gift. One, looking up, He saw the rich people putting their gifts into the treasury. Two, and he saw a poor widow putting in two small copper coins. Three, he, Jesus, said, Truly I say to you, this poor widow 
has put in proportionately more than all of them. For, for they all put in gifts from their abundance, but she, out of her poverty, put in all she had to live on. My friends, we don't have to be rich to have a giving heart. Now, closing today in Mark 12, verses 30 and 31 in the Amplified Bible. 30, and you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul or life and with all your mind, thought, understanding, and with all your strength. 31, this is the second. You shall unselfishly love your neighbor as yourself. There is no other commandment greater than these. Folks, we should be loving people more than the money in our wallet or our bank account. Let's allow the giving nature of God that is inside of a born-again believer to rule us so we can be a great Christian tipper when we are out in restaurants and be great ambassadors for Jesus Christ. Let's pray. Father, we're so thankful that you put a giving nature inside of us when we receive Jesus. And we choose, Father, to be a good tipper when we're out at restaurants, not to be a cheapskate or chintzy, Father. We know you were never cheap, Father. You sent your very best in Jesus. We're so thankful, Father, that he paid the price for us at Calvary and shed every drop of his precious blood. Father, thank you for helping us. Show us where we miss you, Father. And we choose to be a greater blessing. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, folks, you can contact us at celebratejesusministry at gmail.com or by phone at 812-449-8147. We love you all. Please go talk to someone about Jesus today. And remember, Jesus thought about you on the cross at Calvary.